Hello, this is the Angel on Earth podcast, and I am AOE. For today, I have a message to share with you that has to do with manifestation and Jenga, that game. <laughs> that game where you pull the sticks and everything falls down eventually. So, why don't we get into it? So it seems like a good time, I guess. That's why my guide's picked right now to share about manifestation since we are literally at the new moon. So for July, we have our new moon, July 21, 2021. Yeah, I know, I know when we're wherever we are in time, sort of. Well, all I know at least is tonight is a new moon and it is the month of July. Let's, let's stick with that because I think that's about what I can handle right now. And so... New moons are wonderful for manifestations. They are a beautiful time to plant seeds, to cultivate that energy of exactly what it is that you want to resonate with so that you can bring that into your life. And new moon energy is just new moon energy, muni, (laughs) the muni moon. (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I'm just going to love myself because I'm amazing. And whatever way I say things is just, just dandy. <laughs> so <laughs> I can already tell what kind of a, a what kind of an episode this is going to be. <sighs> Big breath. <laughs> See if I can get this together. <laughs> so new moon energy really optimal for planting those seeds. You want to see all these beautiful things come into your life. So you're calling them in now and then releasing them to the universe to kind of bring that stuff in. That's at least what we're told for manifestation. And it's true. This is all true. You know, that is like a prime time for manifesting your desires. It's not the only time you can manifest anytime you want. You're always manifesting. But There's a caveat to that that's not really addressed a lot of the time. And that has to do with why, so far, many of the times you do this, you don't seem to see the actual manifestation in real life. Now, many times you do see your manifestations. I know many of you are really good conscious manifestors. But there's still a time and has been in the past where it's just like it's like a hit or miss and you're trying to figure out what you're fighting against what it is like did you not affirm it right did you not like call it in you know at the perfect time and everything and really what it comes down to is a mix of divine timing but all, but largely what's actually in your control and that's what you're communicating to the universe that you would like to have and how you feel about yourself and how much you deserve it and how you should have it because you know you're amazing and you should have everything you want but a lot of us a lot of us do the manifesting part where we call it in but then we aren't doing the steps to actually remove all of the barriers that are getting in the way of us actually receiving that manifestation in our physical reality. So what? let me kind of go into what my guides were showing me and kind of break it down. My guides were kind of showing me a Jenga game. Now, true, you know, Jenga, the way it's played is, is more of a game of you are supposed to like pull 
it's that big tower of blocks, those little blocks or big blocks if you get the really big game. And, and they're like stacked up to the top and there's like three or something in a row. I think each, you know, I can't remember, <laughs> but I remember there being like wooden blocks and they're all stacked up making this tower. So when you play Jenga, you know, you try to pull out different blocks and your goal usually here is to, you know, pull, to be, you know, able to keep pulling blocks and not cause it to fall. And you're hoping the other person will pull a block that causes it that causes it to fall. So don't, don't think of what I'm about to say in the exact same way as the actual game of Jenga, because you're trying to get it to not fall. And what I'm about to talk about is how you want it to fall. So what my guides were showing me was essentially like, if you were playing a Jenga game with the universe and the way you win that game is when you finally get the tower to just freaking fall. <laughs> and and so when you when you you get it to fall, you win you win the manifestation. The universe is like, "Good job, here you go." And what that means is they're showing me each one of those wooden blocks are a reason that you're not receiving your manifestation. The universe is like, you aren't going to get your prize until you, you know, pull out the ones that are the biggest hangups. That's when the tower is going to fall and you're going to get your manifestation. So it's kind of like, you know, there's, there's a number of things. If you're trying to bring in money, it's the constant thought of, of, you know, I'm not worthy of the money. Money is hard to make. I, I'm only allowed to have this much. I don't know enough stuff. I don't have enough degrees. I don't, all of the reasons that you kind of put yourself down and back. Now you're not trying to intentionally be mean to yourself. You're just like, like you're repeating what you've heard growing up. You're repeating the things that people taught you. And it's not really their fault either. They didn't know. And so but right now what you have happening is you're running all of these beliefs through your subconscious mind and they are cycling over and over again and just constantly telling the universe all of these reasons why you shouldn't receive your manifestations that you're calling in consciously. And it isn't always easy to know, you know, which one is the biggest holdup. You can do different things like work with pendulums and you can do uh, some kinds of hypno self-hypnosis and you can work with coaches and different things. And ultimately what you're trying to do is you're trying to identify which self-limiting belief is the biggest holdup or which groups of them are the biggest holdups to clear them so that you can allow yourself to release the blocks that are getting in the way of your manifestation coming in. And so it's kind of like, especially when you first get going, you can really just think of it kind of like a Jenga game tower where you don't know exactly which one of those blocks is going to get that thing to fall. Now, I know, I know we kind of like play along with me. I know we could kind of tell like, oh yeah, if I pull out on the whole thing, it's going to fall over. But even, even so, it's interesting because 
what many people initially find with conscious manifestation is they're kind of like addressing and attacking and, and clearing different limiting beliefs and all of a sudden spontaneously one day they wake up and like a crap load of manifestations just show up like all in a row and they're like whoa what happened? It is just that they pulled the right block finally and they were able to get the whole damn thing to fall down. It's kind of like if you didn't get to see the Jenga game. Like, it was behind a screen. You knew that, that the only way that you could... I wonder if this is like Battleship. You know, I'm not going to get distracted there because I'm just going to like... They showed me Jenga. We're going to stick with Jenga. So... I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's a reason that popped in my head. So I'm sure there's going to be a future thing with that. But focusing on Jenga, think of if you were playing a game of Jenga where basically written on every single block is a self-limiting belief. Okay? So like every single one of the blocks that's in the Jenga tower has a self-limiting belief that's keeping you away from bringing in that car, that house, that dream vacation, the money, the ease, whatever it is that you're at, or the love of your life, or whoever or whatever it is. So you're sitting there like super, super intently like trying to dig into your subconscious mind, trying to take in all of the messages you're getting from your guides trying to address your triggers, trying to like kind of come up with what are the most common beliefs that people use to kind of block themselves and work on, you know, all of the ways of trying to clear it. It could be EFT tapping. It could be subconscious, um, uh, uh, I meant self-hypnosis. It could be all kinds of different techniques to release self-limiting beliefs. And it's going to be a little bit confusing in the beginning. And one thing that my guides are saying is it's okay. Be gentle with yourself. But know that every time you clear one, you pull out a block from that tower. So ultimately, the tower will fall. And it's okay to not know exactly what the most optimal one is right away. You will get there. But the truth is, that's what they're saying, is you're waiting for the right one to get pulled out. You, you, you don't always know how long it's going to take you to figure out which one the right one is, or even become aware of it, because it's in your subconscious mind, and you can't see what's written on the blocks. Like, you literally, in the Jenga game, it's behind a screen, you can't see any of the blocks, you can't see what's written on any of them. You can't actually go in there and pick out the one that's like going to topple the tower by just looking at it consciously and observing it with your eyes because it's behind a screen. You're not allowed to see it. You can only attempt to address the most significant blocks. But the truth is our subconscious mind can be a little bit more complex and messy than we even could fathom. (laughs) Like if you tried to don't do that. Don't try to don't try to figure out what that looks gonna look like. It's a giant. Like it's all stuff all over the place. But there's a logical system to how all of that information is kept together and running. What I'm trying to say though is don't lose heart or lose faith in your manifestation happening. It's a process, it's a proven process. It is guaranteed to happen. You just have to hit all of the subconscious beliefs that are really necessary to topple the entire Jenga tower over and then you will suddenly see your manifestation show up. And there's so many different beliefs in there and there isn't exactly a perfect way to know what combination of them is going to do it. Now, you do trial and error and a lot of coaches will approach it with targeting 
Well, there, there's a couple different ways. Some of them will go in and try to like get as many different ones as they can from different categories in an attempt to kind of hit all of the most likely ones. Some of them might really target using like muscle testing and pendulums and that sort of thing and guides and guidance from from uh, our teams to really narrow down what is the one that's gonna or what are the main ones that are gonna like really get this tower just to fall down and and they can help they can help if you're open to the guidance and if you're open to really getting that insight and wisdom to come through but if you're just kind of playing with this, you can also just have a little fun and treat it like a game. And don't get so upset if the thing doesn't come in. And if it does, fantastic. Maybe you start to build up a pattern and start to understand what the right order or what what kinds of ones are the, the things that you're usually facing that are blocking you. But just be playful with it. Just And you can use pendulums. You can do muscle testing yourself. There's all sorts of ways that you can use some of these skills. You don't need another person to do this for you. Sometimes it's helpful because it's a little tricky to see into our own subconscious minds. But there is actually a method to do so. And I'll go into that during other episodes. But a lot of, and I might have even in the past, but a lot of what you're doing after you set your manifestations and put the intentions out there is all of the work to clear the way. So it's not even, I mean, yes, yes. Remind yourself every once in a while, you're calling it in, tell the universe with love. This is what I I see in my life. This is what I have. This is what I desire. These are the things, but do it in the present tense of knowing it's already here. Very like very loving, grateful, appreciative energy. That's what's going to help. That's the water that waters the seeds. Okay. So, okay. They're walking me through another one because it just showed me something. And I feel like it's very relevant since we're in the new moon. We're talking about harvesting and everything, right? Okay. So we're good with the Jenga one, right? Like we want to know that we're playing a game with the universe. It's kind of like Jenga, except the Jenga little blocks all have different subconscious programming and beliefs that's limiting us from our manifestations and we are essentially guessing at which ones are the right ones and you can use a little targeted bit more of targeted strategy and kind of like to to determine exactly which ones to focus on first or you can just start pulling blocks and see you know maybe once you get enough of them eventually it just falls Okay, so then what they're showing me is like a field. So when you have just planted seeds, bear with me if you're really a gardener because I know that this isn't exactly going to be completely the way this works, but just bear with me. (laughs) You've got a beautiful field. You're so, you know, you're planting all these seeds. You're watering them with love and support and and kind of like, you know, just giving beautiful energy to your manifestation seeds. And then what you are going to want to work on while you're waiting for everything to sprout and to grow is to take out enough of the competing plants and weeds. I'm saying weeds, not seeds, weeds now to allow your seed to thrive. Because if there's too many weeds now, what I'm saying is because like with usually what you do is you try to get all of that out first. Um, Some people will, you know, okay, I'm getting distracted. Let's just go with the message. (laughs) So 
in a garden or a field that you're planting these seeds, you have all of this time that's going to be like very ripe for it to grow. You're giving it all the nutrients, but it's got to fight all of these weeds, which are the subconscious beliefs <laughs> that you have been holding on to that have been in opposition of your manifestation. So you're sitting there going, okay, I want all of this to come in, but if you don't do the work to remove the weeds, then the weeds will take over and they will overpower the seeds and the seeds will never make it to the surface. So you won't see the beautiful sprouting and the plant that it's meant to be. You must remove the weeds or they will take up all of the resources and nutrients away from your seeds. What this means in your mind is if you don't take out the limiting beliefs, then your mind is going to use and dedicate heavily all of this energy to creating the limiting beliefs as your manifestation. They are not going, your mind cannot devote very much of the energy to create the thing that you just planted, that beautiful car, that house, that other thing, because so much of the energy is being get, like you know funneled to the universe for this manifestation process that you're calling in and what's going to happen is it, the the vast amount of weeds if they're still there they're going to take the most energy to to create and recreate and then the seeds will barely get anything to actually come to life so you're sitting there fighting yourself because else is all in your head. It's in your subconscious. And it's, and it's a matter of getting into the subconscious, that, that field of, of weeds, and figuring out, you know, which ones are impacting your seeds or which ones are likely to impact your seeds. If you use this time in, in, in the process of manifestation to not only just call in the things, but then go through and weed out the things that you might be believing that are actually taking a ton of the resources away from your ability to manifest, you, you have to do that. Otherwise, you can't call it in. It's just, it doesn't work. There is only, I'm saying this knowing that we're all infinite, but there's only so much energy, say, that there's that you can devote to a particular manifestation. And when you're simultaneously feeding a lot of huge weeds, you cannot... You cannot allow your your actual conscious desire to come to life. So consider these suggestions, these views from my guides as a way to help remind you that as we enter this new moon energy, there is so much that you have control of. This is really empowering. It's not meant to make you feel like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. There's so many things or I don't like I'm, you know, it's stressful because I don't know which one. It is. It's Okay. You're going to get it. You will, and you'll start to pick up more and more on the, on the best ways to indicate which ones to pull first, but like allow yourself the space and time after you call it in, not just to affirm it, but to clear the weeds, to do the work at digging out the stuff that's just taking up the energy that you really want to provide to the seeds that are ready to thrive and allow those plants to grow big and just be so beautiful and luxurious. And like, I guess a plant can be luxurious, <laughs> but like the best way to give your plant the ability to thrive is just 
to allow your mind to dedicate all of its resources to feeding it, to driving it, to instructing the universe to just like support it in the most amazing ways. If you do that, you will see a shift in your manifestation process where you will start to see more things you're calling in actually show up in your physical reality. It will happen. Ultimately, if those blocks and those weeds weren't there, it would come much quicker. So the sooner you get get to removing them and releasing them lovingly, the sooner you can have the desires that you have been calling in. I will leave it at that for now. If you're interested in the manifestation process in general, you can follow along on Instagram. Uh, I am working with Riff Randy. And you probably have have come across them on Instagram. If not, they are a wonderful being and they are ready to start this whole manifestation process in a conscious way. They're very excited about their ability to thrive and they are going through all sorts of fun steps that my guides are leading us through. So if you're just curious about what some of these journeys can look like, you can start watching. We're doing pretty frequent lives on there and we'll usually post ahead of time to let you know, but there's already a couple episodes out on, on uh, IG live that are recorded and saved. So you can, you can start following along if you'd like to. And if you're interested in that, it's at AOE underscore angel on earth. Again, that's AOE underscore angel on earth. Also, you can always check out the dragon den. That's the Patreon. Lots of support there. And we just added a, what did we do? <laughs> we add, well, actually, there's, there's a couple things. So one thing is we added, we're going to start to have yin yoga with, I believe it's going to be with a clearing session. So yin yoga with a clearing session and plant talk with the balancing session. And then we're going to have a Zoom meeting once a month that is live so members can get together. It's like a spiritual think tank. We're going to share ideas, help support each other, help troubleshoot and kind of like all sorts of stuff. So I will leave it at that for now. Love you lots. Bye.